Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. It is Tuesday, July the 5th, and you are listening to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Blair Angulo. I hope everyone enjoyed your holiday weekend. We are joined by the Director of Recruiting for 24-7 Sports, Steve Wiltfong. Steve, it's been a busy weekend as we kick off the month of July, and you called it a few weeks ago saying that after the official visits in the month of June, we were going to see a flurry of activity, and that's exactly what's been happening. We're going to reset the table a bit here on this podcast, but give us an, a sense of, of what this has been like to kick off the month of July and see a lot of these recruits start to come off the board. Yeah, man, outside of the early signing period and National Signing Day, the 4th of July is one of the most exciting days in recruiting in the days leading up to it, too, as kids try and carve out their little area to have the spotlight on them. There's a lot of announcements, and there were some major players that came off the board the last few days. Yeah, it's it's been a flurry. It's been, I think... Uh, something that, that recruits start to realize heading into the summer, heading into their own seasons, they want to know and they want to have an idea of where they're going. And with a lot of them already wrapping up officials in the month of June, uh, obviously it leads to that flurry of activity that we that we forecasted. To reset the table or to kind of set where things are currently, Notre Dame, number one nationally, followed by Ohio State, Texas, Clemson, Penn State, Arkansas, Georgia, Baylor, Miami, and Tennessee. Those round out the top 10. Are there any surprises for you among that that 10 group? Well, I think Arkansas is obviously one program there in the top 10 where you're like, that's someone that you're not used to seeing up here very often, but coming off nine wins and an Outback Bowl victory, there's a lot of excitement around that program right now. And Sam Pittman and company are capitalizing it on the trail. And a lot of the guys that they invested time in on uh, in this recruiting uh, landscape does those guys are were ready to make their college decisions and come off the board. Yeah, two programs there also that are making a leap into the top 10 currently. Tennessee, Miami, they were both finalists for Francis Mauigoa, the five-star offensive tackle from IMG, who announced for the Hurricanes live on CBS Sports HQ on 4th of July. There's a sense, right, that some of these schools with, with new staffs and maybe some of the schools that have gotten momentum on the recruiting trail are really kind of kicking things off in a sense where they have a sense of urgency. You can see that some of these schools are pushing for commitments and they want to make a, a push heading into the season. Yeah. Miami particularly is a program that's heating up right now as you know, their top targets within the last few weeks were ready to make decisions. And Miami was there at the end to be the last one standing, the number one offensive tackle in the country. Francis Maui Go, I think at one point we would have considered him an Oregon lean, but what do Oregon and Miami have in common? The man in the corner office, Mario Cristobal, who is as energetic a head coach recruiter as there is in the country, one who builds relationships with top targets as well as anybody. Uh, and, and then you have the offensive line dynamic. Cristobal is an offensive line guy. He he has such great cohesiveness with his offensive line coach, Alex Mirabal. You know, I think we started saying coming out of that Miami official visit, 
on June 20th that the Hurricanes were going to be one to watch uh, uh, significantly for Francis Maui Goa down the stretch, and they beat out Tennessee and Alabama, among others, for him. And Miami's just on a, hot, a bit of a hot streak right now. They land coveted quarterback Jaden Rashad at the end of June. They flip basically the number one slot receiver in the country, Nathaniel Joseph, out of Miami Edison, uh, a former Clemson commit. So not, not only are they not playing against him, but they have him suiting up in their own locker room. The number two tight end in the country, Riley Williams, popped for Miami on July 1st. And, and now you have Francis Maui Goa in, in the fold. This class is really, really starting to come together for Miami, and they're building it the way Cristobal would love to build it with tight ends, hog mollies around the line of scrimmage, playmakers, uh, and, and a quarterback that a couple quarterbacks that can distribute it is Emory Williams, uh, also committed in the middle of June. And we got a chance to see him alongside Jaden Rashada at the Elite 11 finals. But this Miami class is exciting. Big play receiver Robbie Washington, Robert Stafford. I had an SEC staff. A staffer say uh, Robert Stafford screams Miami of old with the, just his personality, style, and swagger uh, when they were telling me that they predicted he would go to Miami. And, and so this class is really starting to come together as Mario Cristobal is always quick to remind you they're back to work at Miami. Miami is not back, but but love the trajectory there. And then Tennessee, they're sitting at number 10. They didn't land Francis Maigoa, but I, I think just them being in the mix for these recruits, Carnell Tate, Francis Maigoa, Nico E.M. Maleva. They're going to land their fair share. They're going to lose some. They're going to win some, but they're in the conversation a lot more than we're used to, or at least prior to the Pruitt era. I think Coach Pruitt and company had them in the mix for some some, some major recruiting battles, but there was a lull. Then there was a little bit of a, a, a hurdle for Tennessee to climb uh, within the coaching change, but now they're back to being in the middle of these recruiting battles and they got a top 10 class. And kind of what I've been saying about Texas Blair, I like with Tennessee is that I think Tennessee's recruited a lot of guys that can be difference makers for them around the line of scrimmage on defense. You look at Caleb Herring and Nathan Robinson. Those are two guys that have made a living in the backfield uh, on Friday nights. And Jeremiah T. Lander was a very coveted linebacker out of the state of Georgia. And you compound those guys in this class with with some of the terrific players they landed last year. Edge rusher James Pierce, edge rusher Joshua Josephs, Tyree West. I think that the makings uh, are coming together for for Tennessee to have a very disruptive defense. Yeah, you always wonder what what impact a quarterback commitment could have or or landing a big time elite player could have on a class early on that player becomes the face of that recruiting class and it's it's for sure a a known thing that Nico Yamaleava has really catapulted Tennessee in the minds of recruits it made a splash and recruits have taken notice and they want to know you know what's going on in, in Knoxville and i think that's really elevated their sense of recruiting and and you mentioned it right not landing a Francis Maugoa could hurt hurt in, in a sense, but it's also a positive that they were even in that mix uh, down the stretch. Uh, another player, Tausili Akana, has already mentioned to me that big reason why he wants to get out for an official visit is so that he can go check things out more in depth. Nico Iamaleava really opened that door for him, uh, and that's going to be one prospect to monitor as well, one of the best. Well, let's, talk about let's talk about Tausili. Let's talk about Tausili. I know you're interviewing me, but you know he's a big-time 
He's a big-time prospect, our number 31 player overall. So we have him in that five-star range, number four edge rusher. Going to be back at Oklahoma at the end of the month. LSU is caught fire. They have the number 15 recruiting class in the country with a major emphasis on front seven defenders this past holiday weekend. They would love to land a Kana. Where do you see this one uh, going into the late summer? Yeah, this one is is a fascinating recruiting battle. Remember, this is the player that we touched on a couple episodes ago where he took eight unofficial visits in the span of eight days, right? He hit d- eight different schools. Right now, Oklahoma, I think, has to sit in a great spot. They have to like where they're sitting. I know he has a great relationship with Brent Venables. I think he understands the value of his position in that defense. If we're thinking about schools out west for Tausilia Kana, I always mark off Oregon. I know he likes it up there. It's a it's a program he's felt really comfortable with. Uh, a, a native Hawaiian who has been playing his last few years in in the state of Utah. But I think he understands that you know when when you think about elite Hawaii players, Oregon's always been atop that list. So I wouldn't count them out. Uh, I wouldn't count out the two in-state schools, BYU and, and Utah. He's been there a number of times and obviously playing there in the Salt Lake City area. I think he's gotten really comfortable with, with both of those campuses. But he's looking at all of the SEC schools as well. You know, you're, you're thinking Georgia, you're thinking Tennessee, uh, you're thinking Florida. He likes Texas A&M. He likes Texas, which is going to be a future SEC school. Only one official visit, and that would be to LSU, and they're sitting in a great spot. I, I think they uh, really opened his eyes. I wouldn't be surprised to see him return to Baton Rouge this season to check out a game uh, at that stadium and get a feel for that game day atmosphere. So this is going to be one of those, you know, we talk about war daddies uh, in terms of, you know, covering a recruitment and making sure that we know what's going on there. And, and uh, he's going to be, I think, hitting the road every weekend. Uh, this one's far from over. I like, you know, you mentioned Oklahoma. I like where they sit. I like where Tennessee sits, LSU, Oregon. Those schools, I think, would be at the top of my list right now if, if I was gauging things. But he's going to be one of those prospects that I think opens some eyes because, you know, one week he could be leaning one way. The other week he could be leaning the other way. I, I could see this one going down all the way to the early signing period. And with that, we're going to take a short break. You're listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We are back on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Blair Angulo joined by Steve Wolfong, the Director of Recruiting for 24-7 Sports. We are running down the flurry of activity this past weekend, 4th of July weekend, as prospects have begun to come off the board. LSU, Steve, uh, on a bit of a hot streak. They picked up three commitments over the weekend. LSU, they actually picked up four, Blair. They landed Jackson Howard, 
the number 96 overall player in the country, number one recruit out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Howard is a six foot four, 245 pound edge rusher that shows LSU over Miami, Michigan, and Minnesota, among others. And some schools loved him as a uh, tight end. His father played at Stanford. He's an explosive, powerful player at the point of attack uh, that also has a smoothness to his game. They also landed Deshaun Womack, a six foot four, 255 pound, rocked up defensive lineman out of power. House, Baltimore, St. Francis. I've seen Deshaun Womack with my own eyes recently, and he is a specimen. He was highly coveted by these SEC programs, choosing LSU over Georgia and Ole Miss, among others. Number 106 player overall per the 24-7 sports composite and a massive recruiting win. They come into my neck of the woods. And they land Joshua Mickens out of Lawrence Central uh, in Indianapolis. He's a three-sport standout, Blair. You don't hear that very often uh, on the field. 12 sacks, 22 and a half tackles for loss, five forced fumbles. As a junior, he certainly stuffs the stat sheet. Uh, averaged 13 points and, and, and over seven rebounds per game and arguably the best high school basketball conference in the country. Uh, certainly great coaching in that, in that league here in Indianapolis. And then goes out and throws the shot put 53 feet. So he's explosive. Explosive. He's long. He's lean. There's a lot of upside with his frame. LSU's recruiting him as a jack backer. And then they also landed an in-state defensive back, Ashton Stamps, out of Archbishop Rummel and added him to the fold. So LSU, they've heated up. They're up to number 15 with the guys that they're in on. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see them in the top 10 when all said and done. Yeah, and, and everyone right now is chasing Notre Dame. It has a total of 19 commitments. The average uh, commitment, which is a stat I know you really like, Steve, is 93.20. So they're averaging a really solid four-star prospect, mid-tier high four-star prospect at that. Uh, and they added Rico Flores to to the mix this past weekend. What do you like about him and, and his fit in South Bent. Yeah, Rico Flores is one of the more physically impressive receivers in the country. Six foot one, 190 pounds, choosing Notre Dame over opportunities from Ohio State and Georgia, among others. You know, he, he he's a guy that uh, for Notre Dame, the receiver room has been a major point of emphasis for the Irish the last two cycles or the last few cycles. And I thought they hit big, you know, in 2021 when they go out and landed Lorenzo Styles and Dion Colsey and, and those guys are, are we've already seen them on the field and and, and Styles looks like a, a future star and then in the 2022 class Tobias Merriweather six foot four gazelle who can really run on on the perimeter and then they follow up with with this receiver class right now which now has Rico and 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 Braylon James another receiver out of the Lone Star State who can really run Notre Dame's getting back to having a, a dynamic receiver room where it was kind of a an area where they struggled when they made the college football playoff a couple seasons ago they could have used another another game breaker to in that receiver room to you know maybe find an extra win or two at the end of the year uh, um, but Rico Flores wasn't the only major your pickup for Notre Dame as of late at the end of June on the last day they landed Charles Jagasa the number five offensive tackle in the country number one player in Illinois they beat Michigan for him 41 and 0 undefeated wrestler a long lean can bend plays with great leverage physical 
has all the traits to be a potential first rounder for Notre Dame down the road. And then they picked up a pair of talented defensive backs. Christian Gray announced for the Irish on on uh, July 4th, picking ND over LSU uh, out of St. Louis. And then they went out and landed a 10-4 guy in the 100-meter dash in Micah Bell, who we have ranked in our top 100 at 24-7 sports, a two-way player for the Kincaid School in Houston. So Notre Dame uh, continuing to add key pieces uh, across the board. And for LSU, Notre Dame and some of the programs we talked about, who's going to be the quarterback in that class. You know, both those programs are still recruiting the heck out of Dante Moore. Do they pivot elsewhere? Are they focused on 2024 now? Notre Dame has CJ Carr committed. LSU's in the thick of it for guys like Jaden Davis and Julian Sand. It'll be interesting to see how those two schools fill out their quarterback spot with the way they're recruiting the other positions at such a high level. Yeah, Marcus Freeman has things rolling in South Bend. 17 of their 19 commitments are four-star or above. Steve, thank you so much for joining us. Blair, thank you, man, and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Absolutely. That is Steve Wolfong, Director of Recruiting for 24-7 Sports. That'll do it for us. Remember, this was a quick recap of all the action over 4th of July weekend, but for all the latest on recruiting in this ever-changing landscape, especially with all the activity expected this month, stay locked in to 247sports.com. A reminder, a deal ends tonight at midnight Eastern. It's two months for $1. That's a promo right now, or 30% off an annual subscription to your favorite team site over at 247sports.com. For Steve Wolfong and our producer, Lance Glenn, I am Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the 247 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Everyone is talking about if. I'm going to go to Lynn here. I like it. I love it. It's original and heartfelt. Ta-da! And the must-see comedy of the summer <laughs> that's perfect for the whole family. This is just so exciting. If. Ready PG. Now playing in theaters.